this is Melissa Hale Spencer, the editor of the Altamont Enterprise, here with co-publisher Marcello Yaya. And this week we are dominated by the Altamont Fair. It's a once-a-year occurrence. It was founded 125 years ago, and it draws from three different counties, Green, Schenectady, and Albany. And on our front page, we have a picture by Michael Koff, and he writes, her shirt says it all. This girl has climbed way to the top of the stunt jump where a huge inflated pad waits for her landing, but she is having second thoughts and her shirt says nope. Elizabeth Floyd Mayer covered a meeting Tuesday in Gilderland where the board unanimously voted to make the town parks tobacco-free. That is with the exception of the golf course. Rose Schneider writes about an initiative from the Albany County Sheriff's Department that is concerned about heroin in the hill towns and is going to have a special program at the Voorheesville High School on September 13th. I wrote about Jean Conklin, who has become a fixture in Altamont, getting up early every morning to make fresh bagels for her restaurant. She has decided to sell, and her last day will be the end of the month. And then new owners, James Miller and Connie Rue, will take a couple of weeks to rearrange and put their own touch on it. Carol Coogan, again, has just a stunning drawing. And if you read us online, it's even more riveting in color, depicting dead monarch butterflies and songbirds who breed in the Northeast, where we live, and winter in Central America. And the image goes with the editorial, the butterfly effect, climate change threatens everyone. We have in our paper again this year, beautiful pictures of kids at Farnsworth Middle School who have raised and are releasing monarchs for their migration to Mexico, but their numbers have decreased by 90%. And we are constantly shining a light on the heroic acts that, that keep things going, but really we've come to the conclusion that an overarching national policy and a global commitment are needed. What forced us to write this editorial was a fascinating study Yale has just done where they've mapped every congressional, congressional district in the United States and found that the majority of adults in every district believe global warming caused by human activity is real, yet at the same time, a minority in every district thinks it won't affect them personally. Wake up, it's here, you can see it in all these examples we've covered locally in our pages. We need global commitment. The Old Men of the Mountain are writing, um, John Williams is writing and the old men are talking about, the pitfalls and problems with online shopping. They prefer brick and mortar stores and have some amusing examples. Penny Shaw wrote a very warm letter inviting people to audition for the latest Hilltown's player production. And she wrote too about how the group is like a family. And I have witnessed her warmth myself and can attest to that. Turning the page, we have Sean Lyons, who's running to unseat the current Democratic 
Burns supervisor, and he did something rare in this world. He wrote a letter to say his former letter was incorrect and to set the record straight. So we always appreciate that. Um, we heard from David Brown about a YMCA tournament that raised $100,000 to help children, and we applaud that. Michael Koff took some pictures at the annual Clarksville Heritage Day, which has its traditional card show, car show, and new this year was Reptile Adventures. And a regular there is Richard Ronconi, and here's a family enjoying some of his honey sticks. Rose wrote about the Knox Town Board, where there is a great deal of back and forth between Councilwoman Amy Picorni, who is running to unseat Supervisor Vasilios Lefkadidis, and it even comes down to what the record is and what's recorded, the minutes in, that are going to become the record for the town. We congratulate Ethan McCarthy, who has become an Eagle Scout, and his Eagle Project, he's standing proudly beside it, is a kiosk that took 109 man-hours to build, and it certainly looks like a sturdy and useful structure. It's at the Helderberg Workshop, so that announcements may be safely posted. Turning the page, we have senior news from Linda Carmen in the Hilltowns and Gilderland with lots going on in both places. Our business corner leads with Adam Howe, a pediatric urologist who's joined Albany Medical Center. And we have the unveiling, <laughs> for those that missed it, Elizabeth had uh, this picture a couple of weeks ago showing the new hotel at Crossgates Mall. It was announced it will be a Hilton Hotel, and the bottom floors will be regular hotel rooms, and the upper floors will be suites. Plenty of officials in on the act of breaking the ground for that. And again, we have Jean Conklin sitting at the table that she says was the site of, of solving many crises over the years and lots of laughs. And we certainly wish her well in whatever she pursues. Lots of crime news this week, many arrests. Rose had a story on a new Scotland teen who was charged with assault. Um, she lives with her uncle. They got into an argument, and according to police, she used a candlestick to hit him. Um, I had a story on an unusual traffic stop in Voorheesville, right on the main thoroughfare, a car was stopped for having tinted windows. Police smelled marijuana. They found marijuana in the car, but wrapped in a tarp in the trunk. They also found assault weapons and ammo. And um, Chief Deputy William Rice would not comment because it's still under investigation on what the motive was, why they had those assault weapons. Rose is following the story of Tanya Morse, a 64-year-old woman who was charged with animal abuse, had many, many animals, told Rose earlier she was raising dogs, treated them well, and kept horses, but um, she's pleading not guilty. We also had another Leander's Law case where Saldara Miller was driving with her four-year-old, and police say she had a alcohol, blood alcohol content almost three times over the legal limit. Leander's Law makes it an automatic felony if a driver is found to be drunk with a child in the car. 
On a more pleasant note, so to speak, there's more music going on at our libraries. Magpie will be performing in Middleburg. And we had children learning uh, almost lost art, how to embroider at the Bethlehem Library, another wonderful picture by Kristen Roberts. And our own Mike Koff took this picture of Big Truck Day, where um, a police dog was part of the things that interested young readers. Elizabeth Floyd Mayer has a story on something that many people have been asking about because it's so visible from Route 20 in Gilderland. Seven years ago, the Governor's Motor Inn burned and has been abandoned, boarded up, um, left in rough shape, and it is now finally for sale. And Elizabeth looks at that from several different angles. We remember when it was new and considered a prime place to dine and stay. So we hope this sad chapter has a happy ending. Altamont Fair Week. Um, this picture is by Michael Koff of a little calf looking out from under its mother. We just think it's wonderful. You can even see the little whiskers on its chin. There's a story here that I wrote about a 4-H drill team from the Hilltowns headed by Sue Mason. And she told us how, as a little girl on a farm, she wanted a horse, wanted a horse, wanted a horse, and her father got her a mule. <laughs> but then he started getting rescue ponies, but she said you can't have useless pets on a farm. So she healed them and trained them and has ponies for hire and has these girls who absolutely love horses riding in all kinds of amazing patterns, even carrying flags. And they will be performing at the Altamont Fairgrounds on Friday at 7, and we encourage people to take that in. Woo! Biggest picture we've ever run in the Enterprise. That is by Rose Schneider. And this is called the Himalaya Ride, and you can see what fun people are having with that. And she interviewed the um, manager, Bob DiStefano, of the Midway uh, Traveling Amusement, uh, Dreamland Amusement, that has replaced Reithofer at the fair. And he has a very sweet story about being 16 in Levittown, Long Island, getting a job at the carnival and trying to strap in a girl who said, nope, waved him away. She was the boss's daughter. And now they run the business by themselves. Rose also talked to Gail Mirabella, who takes rescued dogs and trains them. She's even worked with a circus and is now coming to fairs and has them fetching frisbees as well as crowds. Elizabeth spoke with Lexi Patton, a young country singer who says she had a difficult childhood and her dream, which she is pursuing at St. Rose, is to become someone who can be an advocate for troubled children. We have all the events listed for the next three days, as well as a map so you can find your way around at the fair. And then we have Michael Koff's look at the Miss Altamont Fair pageant, which used to have just Miss Altamont there, and here she is this year. We think it's wonderful for her crown. She's wearing a helmet. She's a volunteer firefighter, and we commend Megan Brennan for her volunteerism. In addition to that category, Many younger categories were added over the years, and now two older categories were added for both married and unmarried women. 
and we um, salute the winners. These are Michael's photographs of the Farnsworth kids releasing the monarchs that they had raised. They have a native plant garden in the courtyard there at Farnsworth Middle School. And teacher Jill Dugan read a book both in Spanish, because these butterflies are going to Mexico, as well as English about the annual migration, which as we point out in our editorial, is now threatened. More from Elizabeth on the smoking ban. This is Teresa Zabretsky of the Capital District Tobacco Fire Communities and Tobacco Free. That was a bad <laughs> slip. She's trying to get all the communities in the area. She came to Altamont last year and was they were also banned smoking in the parks. But the interest, it turns out teenagers these days are using electronic cigarettes more than tobacco. This is the fastest growing use and that's a picture of vaping. Turning the page past our classifieds, we have more on heroin in the hill towns with the Albany County Sheriff's investigator, Amy Kowalski, who spoke to the town board along with Ed Fox of Catholic Charities. And here we have two gold medalists several several times over in a Junior Olympics game for Taekwondo. Mia Hansen, who's just seven, won nine gold medals. And behind her, Sean Heller, 18, in the co collegiate division, came home with three. So congratulations to them. It was a sad week in the hill towns. Four women um, died, and we have their obituaries here. Bonnie Duckow. Lee Storm Crozier, Leanne Connors, and Tammy Sue Ferrario. Past the legals, we come to Out and About, and it turns out the American Pickers television show is coming and looking for people who might have collections that they can pick. Class reunion coming up for Vincentian, and music in the park to raise funds for the Burn GOP. And last but certainly not least, we have a calendar of events because there are many things going on besides the Altamont Fair. We wish you all a good week.